Thank you for the meeting with Dr. Masada, Lord. We're going to do Psalm 50. And we're going to try to do this with happy hearts. What's the happy heart? And why cry? Because I'm having a hard time this morning. Okay, Psalm 50. Hey, Luke, it would really help Mommy if you would go to your seat. Thank you. Psalm 50. Can I have my breakfast? It's almost lunchtime. I haven't eaten in hardly anything. Psalm 50. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to the place where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before him. Cade, would you please put a pad there? Because they're still going there and there's no pad. Can you also clean that space for me? Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before him and around him a tempest rages. He summons, you need to sit, turn around, sit. He summons the heavens above and the earth. Good obeying, Luke, good. (laughs) That he may judge his people. Gather to me my consecrated ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness for God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against you i am your god i am god your god do not rebuke i do not rebuke you for your sacrifices or your burnt offerings for which are ever before me i have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens for every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills i know every bird in the mountains and the creatures of the field are mine If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. Thank you, Cade. I will deliver you and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to receive recite my laws? Or take my covenant upon your lips. You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him. You throw in your lot with adulterers. Okay, that was great. Thank you. You're welcome. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You speak continually against your brother and slander your own mother's son. These things... Uh, you have done and I have kept silent you thought I was altogether like you but I will rebuke you and accuse you to your face consider this you who forget God or I will tear you to pieces with none to rescue he who sacrifices thank offerings to me and he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God that's kind of a tough psalm huh yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I poke you. I poke you. Uh, do we have any tissue box in the house? No. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I could get you a paper towel. Can you? Yeah. Thanks. That was a towel. This is a towel. Thanks, Cade. 
I got a Mama, these these woolly things are logs and 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 the fishes bellies. Thank you. I I lighted it for you so you. so you can really be happy. Oh great. Yeah. Thanks, kid. Yeah. Paper tower. Hang on, Hopi. A giant paper. That's beautiful. I want to sneeze. I want to sneeze. Well, this is not what you, you want to sneeze in. I want to sneeze. I want to sneeze. Okay. Not in this one. Get your own. Yeah. Don't share that one, Luke. You don't want that one. Is that? Look how good Kate is to you. He got it for you. Okay. Kate, I appreciate that. All right, Proverbs 11, verse 11. Tell me what this means. Through the blessing of the upright, a, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. What does that mean? Was anybody listening to me? What did I say? I didn't listen. What, what, what did I say? I got a question. What am I wrong? What did I say, Luke, if you were listening? Uh, God has Jesus. And so, what did I say? Uh, listen. You guys weren't listening. Very sure you do. What? What was the last part? The mouth of the wicked. Yes. Okay, I'll tell you again. Mama. Through me, Mama. I'm I'm teaching you the Bible. It's me pushing a a whale. Wow. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. It's lifted up, right? Mm -hmm. But by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. What does that mean? It means that if there are righteous people, then the city will prosper. And if there are wicked people, then the evil. Yes. And how does an upright person bless a city? How does an upright person bless a city? That's a good example. What what does that mean? By not doing bad things. What else does it mean? What does an upright person do? They'll also pray for a city, right? What? What does this mean? A man who lacks judgment derides his neighbor. Ridicule. Has contempt. Makes fun of. Makes him feel small. What does that mean? Did you hear me? You need to do a better job of listening the first time. Okay? A man who lacks judgment derides his neighbor. What does that mean? 
What kind of person ridicules his neighbor? That's a bad person. Are they talking about just the guy that lives next to you? No. Who's your neighbor? A uh, person you help. The guy who lives right there. Anybody that you know is your neighbor. Anybody that you know. So a man who lacks judgment derides his neighbor. What does that mean if you deride your neighbor? Not you for his friend. You you lack judgment. A a fool, a foolish person, makes his neighbor feel small or ridicules his neighbor. Now listen. But a man of understanding holds his tongue. What does that mean? Yeah. It means that he'll get. <coughs> he will not say any bad things about it. You're right. A wise person will not say bad things about his neighbor. They won't gossip, right? Yeah. What's gossiping? Like this. Gossiping is talking to people that are not involved in the problem. Maybe you're also blaspheming by saying things that are, aren't true. Mommy, this is God. Oh. On the whale. Like a rainbow made God on the whale. That's beautiful. Blaspheming is saying things that are not true. Thank you. <coughs> Kate, I don't want you to have that at the table anymore. Okay. No. What is that? He's like the... Okay, now listen. A gossip betrays a confidence. Yeah, oh. What does that mean? What? Cade raised his hand. What does that mean? A gossip betrays a confidence. Can you tell me, Cade? Let's see if Micah knows. It means that if you go about somebody, they want something. This is sticking on like, like my hand. Yep. Yeah. Heavens? What? Um, but a trustworthy man keeps a secret. What does that mean? That he's a secret? Yes, Cade. That he is not a That a trustworthy man keeps a secret, okay. right? Okay. Great job, guys. What did you learn from Proverbs today? I learned that a man who gossips another guy. I got questioned. He is not I nice. Got, I Keep got going. questioned. And that a righteous guy keeps his secret and he's righteous. I learned that nice. Right. Good job, uh, kid. What did you learn, Micah? I learned. I got question. If you're wise, then your city won't fall apart. Okay. Uh, I got question. Yes, sir. He just took Haven. Hopi, what did you learn, baby girl? Uh, God.
hoping that Snubble uses that all bad again. Mm. Can you stop banging? Yeah. Right. Come on, Micah. Oh, we finished Revelation. Can I do a workout now? Wait. No. We get to start. We get to start Matthew again. Okay. Uh. And Easter's coming. Oh, dear God, taste that meal. I was looking at the calendar on my computer. Easter was like two weeks away. It's coming soon. Stop it, Luke. Don't do that. This? This way? Okay, come back, please. Okay. Stop it. If you do it again, you're going in timeout. I've told you twice, Luke. I like this. Do not lift it. Uh, this? Like L- this? Yeah, keep it down. Are you like going to. Look at me. Are you going to obey? Okay. okay, try to be quiet. Right, All right, Matthew. Matthew was mainly what? Whoever can stay quiet until mommy the longest wins. Okay, good. So God, please tell me on it. <laughs> Matthew was mainly um, talking to the, the original Jews that believed in Jesus and actually had confessed Jesus as their king and savior. So Matthew wanted to... Prove to the Jews that Jesus is the Messiah. He did this in four ways. He emphasized Jesus' fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. You're going to learn about how did Jesus fulfill prophecy. Number two, he used typical Jewish terms like kingdom of heaven. This is a term that Jews were already familiar with. Number three, he told the story of Jesus... Um, in a similar way as we would have heard the retelling of the story of Israel. Okay, so for example, Jesus came out of Egypt is analogous to the Exodus. Jesus passed through the Jordan is analogous to the Red Sea. Jesus suffered in the wilderness is analogous to the wilderness wandering. Jesus gave his law on a mountain is analogous to Sinai and so forth. So that's interesting that Matthew spoke in those kind of retelling verbiages. What, Cade? But Jesus' life was sort of a recreation of what happened during the Exodus. God this, repeats himself so we learn better. What? This is kind of something I love about the Bible. Lukey, stop. I'm not asking a question. But I'm not about the Bible. Then, can you hold it, please? No. Then you need to hold what you're saying till we're done. And four... Uh, Matthew traced Jesus' ancestry to Abraham. He frequently referred to the Messianic title for Jesus called the Son of David instead of the Son of God because he's making a point. Do you understand? Matthew has a systematic and artistic style. This is so interesting to me. He did not tell Jesus' story in strict chronology, which means one event after another. He grouped facts by topic. So you're going to watch for many references to the kingdom of heaven. And you're going to note in Jesus' teachings about what it means, what it means to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Um, There are three themes in Matthew that we're going to pay attention to. Number one, Jesus is the Messiah. Okay, we're going to hear about that. Through the fulfillment of these prophecies, Jesus is the Messiah. Two, the righteousness of God. Go away from her. The righteousness of God. 
the citizens of the kingdom of heaven are to be called righteous. Ethical issues are a major focus for Matthew. Ethical issues. We're still very concerned about ethical issues today. This is like when people do right and wrong. You can have a piece of bread. And um, Matthew was going to do a couple things about ethics. He wants people to be righteous. He wants disciples to put their treasures in, in the eternal heaven. Not in their earthly possessions. And he also emphasizes love for others. So he's talking about righteousness being important. Okay, don't put a lot of pressure. You just saw back and forth. And you got to move all your fingers out of the way or you're going to hurt them. That's probably too fat. Do you need help? You're going to hurt your hand, Betty. Do you need help? Bring it to me. Okay. The Believer's Commission. So you're going to hear about what is your job. This is the third theme of Matthew. So one, Jesus is the Messiah. Two, um, we need to be righteous. And three, the believer's commission. Matthew reveals the plan for the expansion of the kingdom of heaven. No, this, this doesn't go on my computer. It ruins my computer. So don't do that. Okay? Look at me. You, okay? Thank you. In the closing verses of Matthew, Matthew reveals the plan for the expansion of the kingdom of heaven. Believers are supposed to be salt and light and spread the good news of the kingdom to all the world. So uh, what are the three themes of Matthew? One, Jesus the Messiah. Say it. Jesus the Messiah. One, Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the Messiah. Two, God's righteousness. God's Very good. And three, the Believer's Commission. The Believer's Commission. Very good. Okay, you're going to learn a little bit about Jesus' childhood now. I'm going to tell you just the genealogy. Um, let's start in Matthew chapter 1. The genealogy of Jesus. This is a record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Do you know how important David's link to Abraham is, guys? Yeah. In societies organized around kinship, genealogies serve as public records that document history, establish identity, and legitimate office. The key to legitimacy and identity is a direct, irrefutable family tie with the past. Such lists can ascend from the individual using a formula, person, the son of person, the son of person, or descend from a common ancestor using the pattern X was the father of person, the father of person. These two basic types of genealogies can be combined. In addition, genealogical roles may either contain a simple succession of names or could be supplemented with expansive content. Cade, please don't do that. Genealogies feature prominently in both the early and later history of Israel. Does God care about families and their history? Yes. He does. The records establish and protect the identity. They regulate a variety of social interactions, including marriage and land inheritance at that time. The registration of families who return 
from exile was a profound concern at that time and the post-exilic period. This is after the exodus. Genealogies were especially important in ancient Israel because the right to hold important offices was a privilege that you inherited. For example, the priesthood was assured to who? Do you know? The Levites. Yes, the sons of Levi. Kingship was reserved for who? The descendants of Judah. And especially the son of David. You're right. In the New Testament, certain genealogical records were stored in a public archive in the Temple Mount, so in a location, right? But others were maintained by individual families. Early Christian preaching radically defined genealogical descent by considering all who identified with Jesus as a true legal descendant of Abraham, heirs according to the promise. The New Testament preserves two kinds of made kinds of genealogical lists, both which present human ancestry of Jesus as the son of David. The listings are different, and the reasons for that variation have been debated. It could be that Luke preserves the biological family tree of Joseph, and Matthew records the legal line uh, that descended and authenticated Joseph and Jesus' claim to David's throne. Others suggest the genealogy in Matthew is Joseph's. And they say the one in Luke is Mary's. You know, Joseph and Mary were the father and mother. Just like daddy has different parents than me. That's what they think. But listen to this. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Abinadad. Abinadad, the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asa. Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah, the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Ammon. Ammon, the father of Josiah. And Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud. Abiud, the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Achim. Achim, the father of Eluid. Eluid, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar, the father of Mathan. Mathan, the father of Jacob. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. That is the fastest I've ever read that before. <laughs> Thus were f- how many generations from Abraham to David? Fourteen. Fourteen. How many generations from David to the exile to Babylon? And fourteen from the exile to Christ. Numbers matter to God also. Did you get that? Also, why is he like fourteen? 
It's a mini mystery, right? I like seven. Cade likes seven too. Cool. All right. This is, uh, by the way, season four, episode 53. Jeremiah. 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 My son is dead. You know, only a couple. Kayla told me. Ask Daddy. Give Daddy. First, my. Oh, yeah. Nine. 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 I don't want to compete with what you guys are saying. You're going to hear what God has to say to lying prophets. Your booby is sticking out. <laughs> Pull your dress up. Okay. Concerning the prophets. My heart is broken within me. All my bones tremble. Oh, this is Jeremiah talking. I am like a drunken man, like a man overcome by wine because of the Lord and his holy words. The land is full of adulterers because of the curse. The land lies parched and the pastures in the desert are withered. The prophets follow an evil course and use their power unjustly. Both prophet and priest are godless. <laughs> Even in my temple. I find their wickedness, declares the Lord. Therefore, their path will become slippery. They will be banished to darkness, and there they will fall. I will bring disaster on them in the year they are punished, declares the Lord. Oh, no, this is the Lord speaking. Oh, that makes me so sad. The Lord was saying his heart was broken. Or maybe that's Jeremiah speaking and then the Lord spoke. Among the prophets of Samaria, I saw this repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal. This is God talking. And led my people Israel astray. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I've seen something horrible. They commit adultery and live a lie. Let's see. They strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns from his wickedness. They are all like Sodom to me. The people of Jerusalem are like Gomorrah. Micah, you just spoke about Sodom and Gomorrah. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says concerning the prophets. I will make them eat bitter food and drink poisoned water. Don't bang the marker. You break in it. Don't slam it so hard. It's not made for that. Look at me. Yes, ma'am. Because from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has spread throughout the land. This is what the Lord Almighty says. All right, listen. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not the mouth of the Lord. Not from the mouth of the Lord. They keep saying to those who despise me, the Lord says you will have peace. And to all who follow the stubbornness of their own hearts, they say, no harm will come to you. But which of them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see or to hear his word? Who has listened and heard his word? See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath, a whirlwind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. 
The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purposes of his heart. In days to come, you will understand it clearly. Luke, you can't go there. Come out. I did not send these prophets, yet they have run with their message. I did not speak to them, yet they have prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my word to my people and would have turned them away from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. Am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord. I have heard what the prophets who say, uh, I have heard what the prophets say who prophesy lies in my name. They say, I had a dream, I had a dream. How long will this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? They think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name, just as their fathers forgot my name through Baal worship. Do you see God knows the intention of the false prophets? Yeah. The false prophets want the people to forget who God is. Well, Let the prophet. I don't know, but he said, they think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name. So God knows their intention. Let the prophet who has a dream tell his dream, but let the one who has my word speak it faithfully. For what has straw to do with grain, declares the Lord. Is it is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. Therefore, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who steal from one another words supposedly from me. Yes, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who wag their own tongues and yet declare the Lord declares. They de they're declaring the Lord declares, right? Yeah. But God says, indeed, I am against those who prophesy Mama. false dreams, declares the Mama. Lord. You need to listen. They tell them and lead my people astray with their reckless lies. Yet I stop at hope. Yet I did not send or appoint them. They do not benefit these people in the least, declares the Lord. Do you think God is serious about this? Yeah. Hopi, why are you doing that? I didn't know it was there. All right, please stay in your own spot. All right. Jeremiah 23, 9 through 32. Cade, what are you doing? Okay. That was season four, episode 53.